everybody. Welcome to an all-new episode of Spiritual Spiral. I realized last week I actually got our episode number wrong. So um, this is episode 16, I believe. Honestly, I could be wrong. We've done so many in bonus episodes, and we love having you guys follow us on this journey and be with us. Um, I'm your host, Sam Davidson, of course, with my good friend, Sari Cohen. Hi. And this week, we have the amazing Carly Hughes, you guys. So Carly is a new kind of like witch, intuitive tarot card reader. She's tapping into her mediumship abilities. She definitely, once you get to know Carly, you're going to think, oh, this girl definitely has some abilities. There's something going on. And right now, you're going through this like caterpillar to a butterfly transformation, which I really want to talk to you about. So thank you so much for making the time, girl. You're welcome. I'm excited to be here. We are so thrilled to have Mm -hmm. you, especially during these crazy times, um, to hear about what's happening with you. So first I want to start, like, you really kind of started your journey into tarot and all of this stuff at the, towards the beginning of this year, was it, right? Yes. I received my first deck of cards by a friend in Christmas, and I really didn't pick them up until, like, January, February, which I was like, thanks for the gift. I love it. And then just, like, didn't touch them. And then one day I was like maybe I should like really like learn how to mess with these. Um, I was actually at a friend's birthday party and she had someone there that was like, I can read tarot, but she was just reading from a book. And I remember I was like, I am going to make this a thing. I want this to be my party trick. I want to be able to walk in a room and be like, I can read tarot and not have to like read it from a book or look at it, just know what it means. And so since then it's just like stuck. So just cause I wanted a party trick. <laughs> So what what was the first really cool thing that you were able to discover that like you were able to do when you, when you figured that out? Um, I think it was just like, so we have a group and in the group, I kind of was like, Hey, anybody want a free reading? And I think only like three or four people reached out and they were like, OMG, that was like so accurate. Like that feels so real. Um, I think I had a really close friend who, or she wasn't really a close friend. We had been coworkers before. I only knew a little bit about her life. And I was like, seems like this thing's coming up and that thing's coming up. And I remember she was like, nobody knows this, but those things are coming up. And I was like, oh my God, like this is, I don't know how I would have just guessed that. So um, really just talking to people and them resonating with what I'm saying, I think really made me just kind of like, oh God, there's something here. It's kind of scary, but it's like, I should keep going. And I feel like since then, each time, each reading is more and more accurate or more and more on point and resonates with clients. So it, it gets kind of scary a little bit because you're like, I don't know this person, but I now know this person. Well, I want to talk about your background too a little bit, like your mother, your grandmother, or any family members, have they ever talked about liking to do this stuff or knowing anything about this stuff? Um, my mom, actually, I think when she was in college, she was, she read tarot a little bit. Uh, I think she was asked by her like old high school to come in and to, for like a homecoming or prom or something to come in and like read tarot for the kids just for fun just for some money and um so she kind of knew and we found some old like I wish I knew what they were they look kind of like just a plain deck but they also have major arcana Mm. in it and I think it's like gypsy cards or something like very old school and I thought it was my mom's for a while and it turns out it was actually her mom's deck of cards so 
I haven't really asked too much how much they read it. It seemed like my mom just did it for fun. And I don't know if my grandma actually read them or not, but she definitely had cards. So uh, it might just run in the family and we just don't talk about it. I don't know. I just got the chills. I mean, are you guys, do you have a religious family? Is there a a reason why they may have just shied away from this? Um, on my mom's side, they aren't super religious. On my dad's side, it's Catholic. Um, I think my mom is just the type, she's very, like, kind of downplays a lot of things. Like, oh, yeah, I just went to a high school dance and just read cards. Like, that's how she talks about it, where my grandma, I just, I've never really asked her. She, we don't really talk about it too much. So I don't know if it was a religious thing or if it's just a fact that they don't think much of it like I do. So what do you suggest like to people who are curious, who kind of have that same kind of draw that you do, um, but who might be like a little bit, you know, scared or have some trepidation into going into this? Um, My biggest advice is to kind of like look for the cards that call for you. Um, I really like to stick with like traditional rider weight because if you're learning, it's the easiest uh, to kind of understand. You get to see all of the, um, the pictures and the meanings. And so it's easier to read as a beginner. I like to tell people to just pull a card a day to write it down, how it makes you feel, what the meanings are, just really get comfortable with it. Uh, practice. I also kind of use them as like index cards. So it's like, that's why I like to do live tarot readings because you're having to think on the spot and you're having to test your abilities in a really quick manner. So I think just kind of doing little tests and understanding the cards, having fun with them, not taking it so seriously at first and just being I really like the modern approach of reading tarot. I love to have fun with them. Um, So that's my biggest advice to someone who's new is just have fun. Like it's not, it doesn't have to be super serious right now. Just get to know the cards and how it makes you feel. And eventually you'll just get better and better at it. Mm -hmm. Do you ever read for yourself? Because I play with tarot sometimes. I have all these different kinds of decks. Like I, I'm also very much a consumer. If I see something on someone's Instagram, you know, I'm like, swipe up. Like I want that. That looks so cool. And I feel like I've definitely read for myself. A lot of people say that you can't or you shouldn't. What are your opinions on that? I don't like reading for myself. I think at first I suggest to just read for yourself, at least pull one card only so you get to understand the card more and you get to know the cards. Um, And I think it helps people a little bit and it excites them, but eventually you get to a point where you're like, okay, like I feel like I'm playing myself a little bit. Like I know I got the tower, but I'm going to pretend that it's not the tower (laughs) and I'm going to pull more cards. And I just, I guilty also, yeah yeah it's, I just didn't like this is not you know so I don't like to and I actually don't even like to get readings anymore because I like to be surprised I guess with life and sometimes it's hard to get readings because you're like well I could interpret it this way or that way or this way or that way and it just kind of turns into a carousel in my mind so I don't read for myself and it takes a lot for me to want someone else to read for me as well 
Interesting. Interesting. I'm wondering, could you could you do a live tarot reading for me and Sam today? Oh yeah, we will. Yeah. Hopefully in a little bit. Let's finish. <laughs> we just started talking. Sam. I know. I know. I was just. I. I'm so into this. I, I know. I love this. Well, we're gonna I, have her do it for us. I've done. I mean, I. I have a couple of girlfriends, and that that is something that we do. Is you know where we pull cards, and I have found that especially when you are around like other powerful women who are intuitive, even if you're not pulling necessarily for yourself, there is some kind of energy that goes into that, that, you know, is, 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 is important to tap into. Yes, yes mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I want to hear about what has been activated for you since starting to play with these cards and really starting to use them. Because I know that you've had, several different experiences um, of the past few months that are like, oh, wow. And, and, and what you've told me from before, you know, it just, it sounds like what the mediums that we interview go through on a regular basis. So what can you tell us about some unique things that have happened? Yeah, I definitely have experienced a bunch of, I think, like spirits, energies, things like that coming into my uh, sort of bubble that I was not used to before. Um, a lot more like bigger presence coming in. I remember there was one night in particular, I had a bunch of readings booked and I was just like reading cards and something just did not want me to read cards that night. I was interrupted every single card reading, whether it was like a phone call from work, a phone call from family, my internet going out, uh, just crazy random things where I was like, just something doesn't want me to read cards. The next day, my roommate calls me and um, she's like, my dog, so we share a backyard. I live in her backyard and she it's a weird story, but she, her dog went outside and freaked out, would not go outside anymore, would not go use the bathroom, like would not do anything. And we have a mutual friend that does like life alignments and atonements and it's kind of just trying to figure out what happen to somebody or where trauma is lying and what that trauma is in our body. That's the best way I can explain what she does. And she did it on, um, our dog Stevie and, uh, Stevie saw three spirits while I was reading tarot. And during that time when I was reading for someone, I remember like, I kept thinking of her grandfather. I don't know why. And to this day, I still think about him. And I think of like white and blue checkers when I think of him. And, um, we just think that when I was reading cards, all those weird things that kept happening, kept having me stop my sessions and delay them. There were spirits that came through that came to the house and, um, really just scared our dog. It, it didn't have any negative intention. I think just dogs get really freaked out when they see those things that they aren't expecting. Um, I, the house that I live in, someone had passed away, a really uh, close family friend passed away and she visits me all the time. And I'm just like, her name's Angela. And I'm like, Angela, like, thank you, but no, thank you. Like I need some peace. Um, I've had people from our group with negative intentions who have sent negative energies here. I've just had a lot of times I will start thinking of something random, like the blue and white checkers. And I'm like, what is this? What does this mean? Um, and I'm just like talking to this person. I'm like, Did, what is this? Like, I'm thinking of this. This is coming to my mind. And um, I just feel like the more I've messed with cards, especially when people ask like, 
about someone or about something, um, it just, the weirdest things pop in my head and I'm like, I don't know what this is. Can you explain it? And usually they're like, oh my God, like, this is my grandmother or this is my aunt. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, tell, I'll say thank you for coming through and sending the message. And I remember one of the first times I was reading tarot um, for someone, someone, I had a ponytail and she like rubbed my ponytail in my back, like in the middle of the reading. And I was like, I just felt someone play with my ponytail. And it was like her great grandmother who was a witch, like who came through and like was playing with my hair, rubbing my back as I was reading her tarot cards. And I was like, this is a lot. This is crazy. Like I signed, I don't know if I signed up for all this, but <laughs> it's fine, I guess. So um, luckily with a bunch of the girls in our group, they're really good at helping me uh, protect myself, protect my energy, cutting cords, clearing out things. So I've been really thankful for them. And I, that whole, you know, caterpillar butterfly transformation, a big part of it is learning how to protect yourself, conserve your energy, not letting these spirits kind of attach on to you because they are like, Hey, I have a message. I, I really need you to deliver this message. Or like, can you keep talking to, uh, your client, my relative, like, can you, I don't want to go, like, I'm not ready to go. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I only talked to them for 30 minutes. Like you got to go too. So, um, it's a lot of just kind of learning and trying to figure out and how to navigate it. What, what are some of the techniques that you use to protect yourself? So I'm still kind of learning a little bit. I try to just think like, I try to go to my happy place and think very positive thoughts and think about the sun and light. And um, I try to think of just like a lot of white light and a, mm -hmm. kind of envisioning if I had like a circle of protection around me. And then again, I have some friends who know how to cut cords and they're, they do Reiki. So I'll do Reiki and they cut some cords while they're doing it. Um, and then I also just try to, I'm very big into speaking and I just try to speak to the spirits and say, Hey, you're not welcome here. No matter how positive you are, I just, I kind of need you to leave. Or, um, if a spirit comes through, I'll say, thank you so much for delivering the message. Like I just try to act as if they were there and talking to them and hoping that they get the message. Like, thank you so much. Like, I appreciate it, but like, you can go now. Um, and then I try to do like Palo Santo mm -hmm. in my house as well when I can. And again, just, I try to use what little resources I do have. Um, and yeah, I just try to rest as well. Just getting like a good night of sleep can do wonders. So do you think, sorry, do you think, no, no. um, no, it was just I'm curious going into this. Do you think that reading tarot opened you up to being a medium or do you think that you were maybe a medium first how do you think that happened i think it was i probably had it before mm -hmm. um so the house that i my parents house me and my mom always talked about like we always saw a tall man and a short old woman and we figured the tall man was uh the guy who built the house and me and my mom always 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 like saw this guy in the corner of our eyes. Like there was one time um, I was moving and there was a credit card on my bedside table. And the next day it was gone. We searched up and down this house for this credit card. Um, we needed it for me to move. And then the next day I 
look over at my bedside table and it's just laying right there on top of everything. Even though I cleared my bedside table, it wouldn't have been there. That happens to me all the time and everyone thinks yes. I am nuts. And I'm like, I swear, I like wiped no. it down. I know it wasn't there. I know it happens in that house specifically. It happens all the time. Like you will set something down, he will move it and then he will come back and set it there. Like he's just kind of like playing with us. Like he means no harm. I think he didn't want me to leave. And so there was always that feeling there. And me and my mom were the only ones that really felt it. Um, and then, so I think I had it before, but because I did tarot, it just heightened it. And I started listening more and I started, um, trusting my intuition more. And I'm, starting to say like your intuition's like a muscle you got to keep working it out and it's like I kind of started a new regimen like a new workout plan which was tarot which helped me tap into it a little bit more I want to find a workout plan where I can like work out and do tarot at the same time <laughs> <You should. laughs> but I do little things too every day like I love using straws like you're even seeing me drink my um sparkling water out of one right now but I have I got by this like big batch of straws and they're all different colors well it's like mm -hmm. six different colors or something and every day when I get a straw um I'm like okay this is going to be orange and then I pull it out and I'm really getting like a lot more right yeah um, than I used to there's a couple TikToks uh that I've seen where it's like what do you think this card under here is going to be? Or like, here's this black and white TikTok. What color do you think the middle candle is? Like, and that's actually helped a lot too. And I think that's really good for people if they want to work into their intuition. And I think just like listening to how you feel, like how is this, if you pull one card for yourself, what is that making you feel? What is the thoughts that come to your head? Mm -hmm. Those random thoughts that come into your mind usually aren't random. There's something to it. Um, this is kind of silly, but a good example. The other week, I just kept thinking of my middle school's library. It was the weirdest thing. Like I just kept thinking about it and I was like, whatever, I'm just reminiscing. And then I, by day, I'm an esthetician. I went in for a facial and I was talking to my client. She's the librarian at my middle school, my old middle school. And I was like, what, where did that come from? Why did my mind tell me and warn me about this? So I just think those little things thoughts that come to your head, listen to them, figure out what they mean, where it's coming from. It's, I think, easier said than done, but it's just those weird things. Why was I thinking about my middle school's library? Oh, she came to me and she's now one of my facial clients and um, we just connected on that level. So it's like, it's just, it's those weird random things. It's, it makes no sense, but for some reason it ends up making sense later. I, I feel like when I even get those kinds of messages or thoughts, I'm thinking, oh my God, what's going to happen there? What's wrong? Like, why is this message being sent? And then I just see the person talk to a person I'm like, oh, it, it was maybe just like getting me in alignment to show like, I want to show you, like do a little test, like here's an idea. Mm -hmm. And then I'll show you like how it's going to kind of like interact with your life. Mm -hmm. um, but back to like the medianship, I'm so interested because you're so funny because it's so nonchalant. Yeah. Um, but you have, I really, really feel like you have these like really intense abilities as your mom sounds like she does too. Mm -hmm. Um, like when you were talking about Angela, that woman, mm -hmm. what does it sound like? Do you see them? Do you hear them? Is it just like thoughts in your own voice? How do you differentiate what's your thought or what is someone else's coming through? It's really interesting. Um, it's, it's hard to describe. It's hard to say. I don't 
ever, I feel like it's just a feeling. I always feel it in my heart and like my chest and stomach area, my gut really. Um, and I just recently did human design and I have a lot of energy that builds up in my gut. And um, I just did that too. It's so crazy. Uh, uh, Isla Sharma, the wellness bar, she is amazing. I mean, there's so many great people who do it, but there was one day I came into my apartment, uh, two or three days ago. And I feel like a spirit usually lets themselves known to me through like something in my apartment, whether it's technology or moving something. And I came in and my lamp wasn't turning on and I just switched the light bulb. And I was like, Angela, you're back. Like I just (laughs) told you to go like, and you're back again. And sure enough, like I spoke to, um, someone in our group and I was like, do you see anyone? She's like, yeah, like there's just like this woman hanging out. Like she knows you. And I'm like, it's freaking Angela again. I knew she was here. Like (laughs) it's, it's like when you just open the door, go into your room and it's like, someone's been here and it wasn't me. That's kind of the feeling I get. Like some, someone is here. I feel the energy or it feels heavier in here or it feels like they're I live in such a small studio apartment too it's like you know when you're kind of in a party and you feel the bodies it's like that but there's no physical bodies here so um it's more so just like uh those hairs that stand up or the just the sense of like someone so I feel like again, I just see pictures of things. I, I'm the kind of thinker that I never think in words. I think in kind of photos and uh, pictures and things like that. So whenever it comes to mediumship, it's never like anyone's talking to me. It's like, like that grandfather who showed me the blue and white checkers to this day. I still don't understand it. But when I think of him, I think of blue and white checkers. Like Angela, I think of what Angela looks like, not what she's saying to me so um that's usually kind of how it is when I can sense something is just like and sometimes I can see like dark figures dark shadows Angela likes to hang out around my bed um yeah she was a (laughs) she was a party girl and the part of the house that I live in is where she used to kind of party so I can sense that she's standing here looking down at me like wake up. What are you doing? We're, it's time to drink. It's time to party. Like, why are you sleeping? So I can sense her doing that. Um, and when I had negative spirits around, when someone kind of sent negative energy towards me, it feels taller, it feels darker. Um, and they actually, my cabinet, they pushed a plate out of my cabinet and it like shattered at 2am. Like, So usually I feel like spirits make themselves known to me in my house by just like moving things, messing with things, and then showing me kind of photos in my head, never really talking. So it can be quite weird and scary. So that's why I kind of hang on to those like messages that are repeating in my mind. Mm, Interesting. I'm like, this must mean something in some way and I'll figure it out when it shows more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, go ahead, Sam. you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to hear more about this group because I know that was kind of how, yes. how you two found each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for people maybe who aren't so familiar, like who want to get acquainted with it, um, with, tell me about this group and, and the support system that you have there. Yeah. So uh, the group is called Cosmic Witches. Uh, we were formerly associated with another um, 
podcast and then there was a big thing and all the groups disassociated. So we all found each other through this mutual podcast and this was just like a subgroup of that. Uh, but now it's turned into so much like something so much more beautiful than that, this group specifically. I think it wasn't really active when we were associated with the former podcast. Now that we have no association, we are letting so many different kinds of people in. We've become closer. Um, it's really a great group and it's really just for learners and beginners. You know, we don't really have, uh, like April is not in our group really. We're not kind of having, because there's a lot of groups on Facebook that are like huge professionals. That's what they do. They go live all the time. They market themselves all the time. And that's not what we're trying to do. Um, even though we love April in the group, it's very much like you just picked up cards two days ago and you're learning. And this is what we're learning. And this is what we're kind of, uh, we're growing together. And I like to call everyone in the group baby witches because that's truly what we are. We are babies and we are here to grow and we are here to help each other. So that's kind of the vibe of our group. I think there's about 3000 members now. And um, I didn't actually start the group. I was just asked to be a moderator. And then as the moderator, I just was like, here's all this stuff that we're doing now. We're doing tarot lives. We are doing uh like all these posts, we're talking this, we're talking that. And I kind of try to get this group more active and more like talking more and I sharing more and more people started wanting to be like, oh, you read tarot? Well, I'm learning how to do Reiki or chart readings and grow and grow and grow. And so we're all just really helping each other and become this sort of community. And then now I'm an admin and now I, me and um, another friend, Emmeline are really just like, trying our hardest to be like, here is everything and here's what we've created and we want to protect you guys. So um, it's been a great group, a lot of resources, a lot of girls who are learning, a lot of guys who are learning, great questions. And even if you're not super into it, it's still a great community, even if you just want to see, I guess, like what people are talking about, because, you know, it might not just be all about tarot. There's a lot of astrology. There's a lot of crystal talk, even just moons, like the moon phases. We talk a lot about that. People like to talk about their dreams and just how they're feeling. Um, so it's just kind of like, I don't know, like it's as if we were all like at a tea party, just talking about very cosmic-y type things. Like it's just very chill. I love that. And yeah, in April, I feel like, yeah, she's not a part of the group, but Ed, like, we talk by April all the time. Mm -hmm. um, she's kind of like a fairy godmother of it. And I know that April, yeah. I feel like really started to get so many more clients um, mm -hmm. once and who knows who even was the first person that recommended her. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, but it just spiraled and everyone was like, okay, we need to go talk to April, go see April. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you mentioned dreams, which I found interesting. And we talked a little bit about that before um, we started recording. So what are your dreams like? And do you feel as though that is another way to tap into things? Yeah, I definitely have some pretty vivid dreams. I uh, dream a lot about, I think, spirits all the time, uh, whether I know them or not. I've had dreams of, it was crazy. I had a dream about uh, 
my dad's side of the family were at a big family reunion and I walked up the stairs, everybody was downstairs and my grandmother who's passed away and my aunt who's passed away were just sitting on the couch like drinking sweet tea because we were from the south and I was like, what are you two doing here? Like I remember being like, what are you guys up to? Why are you here? Like you guys aren't alive. Like what's up and why are you up here and not down with everybody else? And they were just like, we were just checking on everyone, just seeing how everyone was doing. And we're so proud of you guys and everyone. And it was just this very sweet moment. And um, I just, it was, I don't know, it was beautiful. And I just, I don't know, I haven't even told my family about that dream. I was just like, I'm going to keep that to myself. But it's very, it makes sense for this conversation. And uh, we had a house fire and I had a dream. My grandfather used to make furniture. Um, I had a dream that he every single piece of item he's ever made with his hands, he was like, take whatever you need because we lost everything. He was like, take whatever you want. He's passed away. And it was just this crazy dream of support from these spirits. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it, it can get really intense, really vivid. And um, I am very thankful that I see these things in dreams and get these messages. Um, it doesn't happen all the time. I think usually when I dream, if there's a spirit, I don't know it because usually I don't know them. Um, and it could be other people's messages trying to come through in my mind. Uh, I've been able to kind of understand other people's dreams. So if they say like, oh, hey, like I had this dream, what could it potentially mean? There's been a couple incidents where I'm like, I don't know what it means, but I'm going to tell you how I feel. And I feel like this is trying to be said, or I feel like this is the message that's trying to get across to you. And they're like, oh my God, like that makes so much sense. And um, I've had some dreams where um, my friend, she had a uh, someone who passed away and there's a big mystery surrounding her death. How did she die? She was in a car accident, but like, how did it really happen? No one really knows. It never got answered. And there was a moment as I was falling asleep, I felt choked up right here and I saw like a seatbelt and I was like hey I, I don't know the nature of the situation but I feel like she was choked by her seatbelt and again it, it's I don't know it will never be confirmed just because they don't know but I just feel very strongly that she was trying to say like hey I know everybody has questions and I feel like this is this will answer those and um, I remember that kind of freaked me out. I was like, I'm like choking, but it wasn't scary. It was just kind of like, it's not like my hands were wrapped around my neck. It just felt like something was here, like trying to restrain me. So mm -hmm. it, was, it was really interesting. I'm like, thank you. But like, <laughs> please, please don't, don't do that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not do that again. So I'm very thankful. I think the spirits who do try and contact me are pretty respectful. Mm -hmm. I, I want to talk to you a little bit more about being a witch because I feel like that gets thrown, especially in Los Angeles, like, you know, that term gets thrown around a lot, but what does that really mean? To me, I feel like being a witch is more just like rituals and just like, yeah, like I feel like there's such a negative connotation to it. And I grew up Catholic. I did my sacraments, like, and it's like, I don't think anything I don't think I'm doing anything that's like satanic or right. devil like like and there's family members who probably look at me and think I am going against everything I was raised on I'm like no I feel like I if anything I'm getting closer to 
mm-hmm. God and religion and things like that. And I, I like to do the little, you know, um, Amanda Faye, she's in our group and she is amazing about talking about what it is to be a baby witch and is all about like bath magic, which is just like, Oh, I need that. I need some bath magic. You would love that. Or like she does moon magic, just things where you go and soak up the energy of the moon or of your bath, putting some lavender in your bath and really just relaxing. Like, isn't that what most people do anyways, when they take a bubble bath is just like really creating a relaxing environment. And I feel like that's what I do is I am not trying to cast a spell or talk to the devil or anything crazy. I'm just like, let me create an environment of energy that is very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like kitchen witches, which I think are so cool where what's that? Just, it's like, they just cook. Like they just cook <laughs> with all these like herbs and things like that that they've grown in their garden and it's very like it's what we all do but they just do it with like intention Mm -hmm. and um I think that's the most important part is just like little rituals that they do the way that they cut things and uh when they put a certain herb and how long they do it for it's just what everybody does but they just do it in a methodical way so I feel I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's very comforting. It's very nice. It's very, uh, makes, it gives you those feel good feelings. I think when I do those things, when it's like, Oh man, I'm just going to go charge my crystals under the full moon real quick. Like I'm not hurting anyone. No one's hurting me. It just makes me feel good. Yeah. Happy. And it, it's, it's, it's romanticized out here. You know, that out here, I think there's a lot of people that have that draw that want to relate to that um Mm -hmm. or or feel like they are in tune so yeah I was just I'm curious that's that's really cool I love that 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 you actually have a group or a support system that you know yeah I'll invite you you should join yeah Yeah. you should join us I'd be happy to have you in the group and well it's so funny you've mentioned um bath magic because I really like in LA I had a very small bath which I barely fit into and I love taking baths like my mom has this beautiful huge bath here and every time I come home you know if I was there for a week every night I'd get in the bath prop up my laptop somewhere watch a show have some wine it just my mom she still to this day like even last night she's like what are you doing in there like (laughs) just having me time but I um April one day posted something on her stories I think about um bath rituals and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and so I said well what do I order like, tell me, I, you know, I, and so, um, I got some eggshell powder, which is something that, um, she talks about a lot during when she does her kind of like rituals and all that stuff. And it just, honestly, I was really nervous. My mom was in it, like go in the bath and think I was doing cocaine in the bath. I'm not kidding. Because it, it's like this big of a bag. Oh <laughs> just like white powder but I put that in my bath and Florida water which is also something April uh, really taught me to do and you know different Epsom salts and stuff and so I'm super I'm gonna definitely contact that girl in our group um, about you know all of that one of the other things I wanted to ask you because I find it so interesting talking to you and interviewing you and I want to do it again in six months probably to see how you um, have evolved and changed. Mm-hmm. 
are you happy that this has all happened to you or would you choose to have it not or, and are you considering at any point closing the door to, to that or do you think you can? That's a really good question because <laughs> I've actually been going through a lot with this. Um, so with COVID, as I said, I work, I work as an esthetician and spas were first to close like bye, you're out of here. Um, unemployment in Kentucky, I'm not sure about other states, if you are a uh, sort of freelance worker, you're not eligible for unemployment. Luckily, they made an exception this time, but I wasn't getting, getting unemployment from March to July, pretty much. Oh and yeah, I had no money, no way to pay my bills. And tarot, is what got me through quarantine. And I'm not saying like I did it just for the money, but it really helped a ton. And it just was so rewarding. And like, I can't thank the group and the girls and the guys enough uh, for the support, because even if I wasn't reading privately, just doing the lives, just the tips, a dollar, $2, like all went towards bills, which was amazing. So However, it burnt me out so much. And then we started having all of those issues, like I said, with the dog, seeing the three spirits, Angela hanging around, um, a lot of just energy work went into it. And all of these spirits just kind of like, oh, can you help me? Can you help me? Can you deliver this message, that message? It was a lot. It was overstimulating. And I was like, I'm going to have to just like retire this. Like, I don't know what else to do. I'm going to have to stop it. I and depressed. My mental health was declining. Um, and I just couldn't pull myself out of it for a while there. And this was recent, like this was just a few weeks ago, last month. Like I just was like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I just can't do anything. Just getting out of bed is so hard and my energy is so drained. Like, and all these people messaging me needing help. And I'm just like, I can't help myself. Luckily, the girls in our group are so amazing that they just are like, here's some Reiki, here's some cord cutting, here is some protective spells, here are some, you know, amazing things, let's get Angela out of here, let's um, kind of just clear everything out, because Angela was a pretty lonely gal, and she likes to, she's going to take me down with her, I think, like, not in a mean way, just like, a, I'm lonely, you're lonely, like, we're two lonely bitches up in this house, like, <laughs> So I just was really feeling it. And then I guess like two weeks ago, something clicked, which I think was after they, we kind of got Angela out, we got the cords cut, we did the Reiki, we did all the healing stuff with all these girls and my friends like now and my like sisters, my sister witches, like, I just was like, I can do this. Like, I feel so much stronger. I feel so much more motivated. I want to start my own podcast where I talk about my journey and exploring it and turning from this caterpillar into a butterfly. I want to hear about other people's experiences as well of turning from a caterpillar into a butterfly, whether it's witchy vibes or not. I think it's uh, so crucial to take care of yourself in these moments. Um, I want to start my own tarot business and I want to get back into private readings again and I think watching people like April and what she's done with tarot is amazing. And um, I think Emmeline, she has her own crystal bracelet business, like, and she's, that's all she does. And I think it's just so empowering watching these women just succeed in this industry. 
it makes me inspired and makes me want to do it too. I feel like I have a good, strong voice and I feel like I can help inspire others as well to do things like this. I think my modern approach is appealing as well and how nonchalant I am about it where it's, it's serious, but it's fun. Like let's, it's life is wild and crazy. Let's just, why is there a spirit in my house? I don't know. Like it just is what it is. So let's just go with it. Let's just, it's crazy, but it's fine. And let's have fun. Um, so I have thought about just like hanging it all up, but I think just with this group, it was just so therapeutic for me to just be like, no girl, this is what you're called to do. And I want to learn Reiki. I want to learn destiny cards. I want to learn, I don't know if I, I could do human design because that's intense, but like, I want to be able to offer more services than just tarot. I want to build up my mediumship and see where that goes as well. So, um, I want to grow and I want to see where it goes. Why, why stop myself now while I'm on this journey? Like, I'd hate to look back and be like, yeah, I read tarot from March to July. And then I just hung it all up. Like, no, I can, I can go somewhere with this and I want to see where it goes and where it takes me. So yeah, I've been re-inspired again, which has been so rewarding and so great. And I feel so much more stronger. So it's, it's been a good past couple weeks. <laughs> Amazing. And give yourself a break too. I mean, I, I first of all think that this all happened to you during this time to prepare and I think for this pandemic and that light workers are so cherished right now and so many people are in need of them. Um, and I think that this happened to you during this time for a reason. And um, I just like really pray and hope like, and I know you will go with it because I mean, Sari, like, don't you agree just looking at her, talking to her that it's really just kind of starting. I think so many other things will be activated. Absolutely. I love that you were talking about expanding. I mean, cause that's, that's exactly where my mind went with it. I feel like you, you have some really special abilities that you've been gifted with and you're really in tune with it. And mm -hmm. I'm so excited to see where you yeah. grow. <laughs> well, let's uh, pull some cards actually yeah. for us if you don't mind, Carly. Yeah, luckily I had a deck. I kind of have a deck always like on my nightstand, just like whenever I feel like I need it. Mm -hmm. so let's see. Oh, I'm gonna start with you, Sam, and just see what cards pop out. Okay. I first card that popped out is like the five of swords in reverse. I'm wondering if there's some sort of like or potentially was a some tension um for a little bit like maybe some arguing some fighting having to walk away from something that you uh didn't necessarily want to at the time I'm wondering if it has to do with like I know you were in LA and now you are in um Ohio with your mom and then the high priestess reverse as well just popped in I'm wondering if this move has just been a lot for you like a little bit overwhelming that it's kind of maybe not overwhelming but just like why am I here? Why am I in Ohio? I want to be in LA. I want to do my job. I want to, there's so many things I want to do, but then what's happening is you're not able to tap into like that high priestess that you truly are, your higher self, your intuition. It's kind of like a roadblock. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like you're getting in your own way. You're getting in your own head, doing those uh, rituals that you're doing with the sort of um, like the straws and whatnot. It's like, you're so close, you can do it. But that sort of 
all of those worries that you're having, that anxiety that you're having is just kind of stopping and limiting it, which, I mean, that's what was happening to me. I had to stop reading tarot because I was like, my anxiety, my, the fact that I'm in a place I don't want to be right now is hindering the way that I read for other people. So it's like, you know what your gut is telling you, let it all get quiet and just listen to it. Um, and then last card, I like to pull in threes, um, is the seven of swords in reverse. And, uh, for anyone that's learning, this is how I remember the seven of swords, but I do sneaky sneak seven swords. So S S S S I don't know why, but he's just kind of sneaking off with these swords. He's kind of being like, I'm going to steal this and I'm not going to tell you about it. I'm going to be a sneaky person. And I'm wondering if, I know we talked a little bit and I know we talked about people in your industry uh, who specifically kind of want to take you down mm -hmm. um, with it being in the reverse. I'm like, don't let that person or those people take you down and drag you down. They're down here and you're going to be up here. You're the high fucking priestess. Sorry. I don't know if I can guess, but you're no, the high no. priestess. Like who cares about this sneaky guy stealing your sword, stealing your energy. You don't need that. Um, so really just, I feel like the general message from these cards is pay attention to your surroundings, pay attention to how your energy is affecting the surroundings and your mood is, um, find the positives and the good and what makes you amazing and what makes you good at what you do and do not worry about the other guy. And you're in a situation that isn't ideal, but who isn't? you're the high priestess, you're going to get there. You're eventually going to get to a place, I think, where you just know those feelings. You just, you got it, you know it. Um, it's really just kind of working on clearing your energy and the people you allow in your bubble. And I think you are, you're starting to see success with it. Just a little bit more work is kind of what I'm seeing. Yeah. So it's, hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully it that does. Totally <laughs> makes sense. It totally and, makes sense. And yeah, I mean, just like, I basically tell everyone almost everything on this podcast, um, and trust mm -hmm. me, there's so much more to tell, but, um, you know, today I really was thinking about, oh, wait, yeah, I feel Can like you hear I me know. now? There you yeah. are. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I talked to you a couple of weeks ago, Carly, about some of my experiences, uh, as far as people that maybe were trying to bring me down in the past and bad experiences that I've had. And um, Mystic Michaela is this like amazing psychic or a medium reader. Um, and I follow her. She has a podcast. And today I listened to an episode about narcissists and um, their little flying monkeys who a lot of the times are empaths that really fall into this line of wanting to, um, wanting somebody to love you and doing whatever they say and these people are very dark and I mean I've had a lot of people in my life unfortunately like that but you know more recently there there was one and he is in like the spiritual world and um it really like resonated with me and I just I still think about it a lot I think about um the partnership we had and everything that happened and how manipulated I was and how stupid I feel um, and I still see that this person is rising and it mm -hmm. drives me a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. kooky, but it's just interesting that you kind of like tapped in on that because today it was really, um, in your head, in my head. Yeah. yeah. And those are some of the things like I, 
kind of went through an experience where I worked with someone who extremely narcissistic and um, wasn't good for me, toxic energy all around. Um, and it's, it's taken me a long time to get over those things. And I think it takes us all a long time because they take so much from you and you really think certain ways about someone. But I've just come to learn like, in order to grow, we have to let it go, which is easier said than done. Like it's hard, like, but it's, it's not serving us and it's hindering our abilities to grow. And people know how, like what other people's true colors are. Mm -hmm. Like those things will always come back around and those things will always show themselves. So like, I just, even though it's hard now to watch someone be on top or feel like they're on top, just know that eventually colors will start to show and people will start to realize, Ooh, maybe not this person. And people get yeah. those pick up on energy. I think, you know, whether there are flying monkeys around them or not, those flying monkeys will start to rebel, you know, and start to question. Um, so I, I, I don't think they'll stay on top for very long because their true colors will show. And yeah. also it's kind of like, we all live one life. Who, I think about influencers, like what's, what's the point? Like what, who are you serving? I'm sure it's fun. I'm sure it's great, but it's like, when does it matter? What doesn't matter what we're doing and what you're wearing and all that kind of stuff. So it's just kind of yeah. very yeah, it's weird. Like, what can you say you've done for your life? You know, you've sold some fab fit fun boxes. Exactly. It's like, you know, when you die and like whatever that looks like when you do a life review, you know, it always makes me curious. Um, but I really appreciate that advice. And also I commented on something of someone said today and they were really didn't like the relationship uh, their friend was in. They didn't like mm -hmm. their boyfriend and the boyfriend wasn't abusive. He just wasn't, didn't really vibe with the friend. And, mm -hmm. and the advice I gave was, you know, I've been in that situation. You will drive a wedge between you and your friend. And also it's none of your damn business. Like exactly. it's not, and mm -hmm. it's, it is as frustrating as to see someone rise that you don't like. It's not, it's not my business. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I hope you and guys also, all take that with you. Yeah. Yeah. I also think too, I remember, so Lauren Gold, she is in our group and she reads charts and she was telling me like there's certain placements for people that'll make them have that star quality, whether it's a good or a bad thing. There's sometimes there's just people out there that have that quality about them that just commands a room or a group of people, whether it's good or bad. And it's just that charm factor. And it's like, support who you want to support. And there's just some people who are really good at turning up that charm, whether it's good or bad. So mm -hmm. I think just knowing how someone makes you feel is so important. Um, and if you don't like someone, that's totally valid enough for me and my, my personal experience, but you don't have to turn other people against them either. Cause maybe just like let those people figure it out first. Mm -hmm. So. Also, what is your human design? What are you? I think I have to go back and look. I think I'm a generator. I yeah, think that's what I, was I could say. be wrong. So I'm, that's what I would assume. That's what I was going to say. You're a generator. That's so cool. I'll have um, to, yeah, yeah, double check on that one. Sari, I'm so excited for your reading. 
Yeah. So as we were talking, I was actually like shuffling and a couple cards pulled out. So, um, sometimes with tarot, I can have a reading like I did with you, Sam, where it's like, here's what I'm seeing and what I'm picking up on. Sometimes I kind of have to play investigator and I have to kind of figure out some things. So with you, sorry, I have to ask a couple questions. Yeah. Um, are you in a relationship or were recently in a relationship? I, yes. And just, yes. Is it, is it a new relationship? It's a new relationship. Yeah. Okay. So um, I am, okay. So the first card that popped out was the Ace of Swords. I then got the King of Pentacles and then I got the Star. So I'm not sure what his Zodiac sign is. You don't have to tell me. I know April goes off of the um, elements of the cards. I don't always do that just because there's so many like, zodiac signs or so many signs in our chart reading um I just feel like I see this guy who is very like he uses his hands I don't know if you guys are big sex in the city people but like mm -hmm. I think of Aiden Shaw when I see the king of pentacles <laughs> like he is an American boy a manly man he uses his hands um and sometimes he's not super open about his emotions. He can be quite stubborn. Um, but whenever he is open about his emotions, he's very like articulate and is like A, B, C, D, X, Y, Z. Like it's a bullet point sort of way. Um, very to the point scientific guy. Like you're not having to pretend with him. And he's very like, this is what I'm going to do today. And whatever you want to do, like, he just seems like that guy, very strong guy. Um, he really, I think, likes you a lot, especially having the star right next to it. I feel like he looks at you and he's like, oh my God, this is like my North Star. I want to follow her, like not in a stalkerish way, but just like really <laughs> sees this like shining, valuable human in front of him and is just extremely attracted to you. And just really, I love the star because I think about the star as the where there's darkness, there's this light, bright, shining beam in the middle of a dark area. And I think he sees that for you um, or with you. And uh, I just, I don't know. I love the star card. And then with the Ace of Swords, I think it's just that new chapter, new beginning, new relationship, the excitement of it. Um, but I also see kind of communications and intelligence. You guys are going to learn a lot from each other. Um, and you guys are really going to be the type that's like, when I see the Ace of Swords, I'm like, I got a freaking sword. I will cut you if I have to. Like, I will go at it. It's very strong and stable and just kind of like, I don't know. I see a lot of strength, stability, and excitement and learning from one another. So um I also see like some money too with the King of Pentacles. I don't know if he has like a really stable job or he's like a sugar daddy type vibe, but like <laughs> get your coins. Definitely girl. not Sari. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's kind of what I'm picking up from your three cards. I'm Teller, key teller. So impressed. <laughs> Except he's not American. He is an American. <laughs> he's not American, but you, he yes, he's he is uh that is completely accurate. I will tell you. Oh, I love that. You just nailed everything and, and, <laughs> and actually put, put me at ease because there's, my mind has been going a lot with it um, mm -hmm. lately. I didn't, whenever I pulled these cards, they, the King of Pentacles and the Star were in reverse. 
And sometimes when I read, I'm like, this doesn't feel right to be in reverse. I'll flip it. But that makes sense that you had anxiety because sometimes when cards reverse themselves for me, it's almost telling me that that person is having reservations or anxiety about this situation. But I need to show them that it's actually a positive here. Like in your heart, you're kind of questioning it, but the cards are like, no girl, like it's, it's good. This is a good situation. He's great. He's amazing. I'm like, how is this person so amazing? (laughs) Like, like, am I I getting it wrong? Cause he's pretty great. No, I think he really (laughs) values you a lot. I think he really is like, oh my God, like this girl is just like very magical. So I think he really likes you. It's amazing. Well, Carly, thank you so, so much. Um, where can everybody find you? And do you have a name for your podcast? Like what's, what's going on there? Yeah. So you guys can find me, um, on Instagram at Carly with an I B H. And then my podcast is becoming with Carly. It's not out yet. Um, but it is coming soon. And the Instagram for that is just becoming with Carly. That's the app. That's all it is. So you guys can find me there. Um, if you find me on Facebook, I can invite you to the group if you want to so yeah that's where I'm at that's where you can find me this was so fun you had a good time thank you so much I'm I'm so happy to know you and I just I'm really really grateful for you thank you thank you for sharing your story with us Yes. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really enjoyed this a lot. Of course. And everybody that's watching and listening, thank you guys for joining us. You can find myself, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Instagram, Siri at The Savvy Scribbler, and of course, Spiritual Spiral (laughs) Show on Instagram. And just a reminder that we are doing kind of like a contest or just Give us a five, like any, actually, if you want to give us one star, it's okay. Uh, Whatever you want on Apple Podcasts, but please don't. Um, And write a review and we will put you kind of in line to get a live reading on air for about 10 minutes with one of our amazing guests that um, we have had here and that we will have in the future. And just send us a screenshot of it. And um, we hope to see more of you engaged because as much as I love me and Sari getting readings, sometimes I feel so selfish. Um, And I definitely want to spread the wealth. So again, Carly, you are a joy and we will have you back probably within the next six months when you start to go through some more changes and we're super excited for it. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.